Dusting with pledge kept this table beautiful for 28 years. Now Endus talks about buildup? Come on. Look, Endus just evaporates, leaving wood as dry and unprotected as before. But a pledge shine protects beautifully. With pledge, dusting can be beautiful. Look at fucking, and you should have seen that shit that was in here earlier. Uh, it's just hanging out. Uh, yeah, if you can call him that. Wait, is she like, she's got that look like, why the fuck are you taking a picture? Yeah, she was pissed. <laughs> but then I gave her the shirt off my back, so it made it. She didn't wear it. She you didn't did, wear it? You did it for nothing. Did you actually see the nipple? No, I don't want to see that. It's gross. That's like seeing your grandma's pinky toe yeah, or something. Your grandma's not Can you imagine if uh, Kurt Cobain had like just shaved his head instead of fucking sticking a shotgun in his mouth? He had that song where he said it's okay to shave his head. Lithium? Right. What was that song about, you think? Was that about joining a cult or what the hell was that about? It's hard to say. I've never actually listened to Nirvana's lyrics. It was just always annoying, whining. Oh, I don't know. Heart Shaped Box is about Courtney Love's pussy. Yeah. The whole album? Heart Shaped Box is the In Utero is the album, yeah. Produced by Steve okay. Albini. In utero is like it kind of sounds dirty, but it's not really dirty enough. I remember in Brooklyn there was this band, Dirty on Purpose. I thought that was a funny band name. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember if they were any good, but I always like saw their name on flyers. I'm like, that's a good name, Dirty on Purpose. If you were in Dirty on Purpose, give me a shout out. I'd love to have you on the show. They were gonna name it. They were gonna name it Clean on Purpose, but that's spelled Cop. Oh man, can you imagine your name being Cop? Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it's much better <laughs> Yeah, seriously. I think of cops. I think of uh, people who violate the civil rights of minorities. Yeah. That's <laughs> usually what I think of right away. Just some fat, dumb piece of shit abusing his power. <laughs> is that what? Is that all cops or is that just some cops? Is it a couple of bad apples? Well, I mean, it's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird workforce because it's basically a job that most people can get, but you have to, but like, it's only the people who want to be cops become cops. And those people are dicks. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. What will we do with Adam? There are local heroes. Yeah. There are, uh, our own uh, police force is under reorganization because they were like caught on their own cameras they didn't realize it was on but it was like recording them talking about like getting their stories together about like frisking somebody and finding a gun but how it was well you know uh bloomberg who tried to buy his way to the election he came up with stop and frisk which is one of the the greatest initiatives of any leader we've had in a long time just like hey they look weird pat them down Stop. did you ever get stopped and frisked as a as a hispanic person no but York? also um the last year that i lived there um i kind of went nuts about how much i hated the uh the subway and just like the weird undercover cop i never got any shit but i always thought it was really weird i just like hated the fucking subway so much it would give me this this unbelievable anxiety so I stopped using it the whole last year that I worked. I lived in uh, Brooklyn. I walked everywhere that I went, and it was included 
I worked in American Apparel. I had to walk over uh, the Williamsburg Bridge. Wow. <laughs> and I did it both ways every day. That's really the way to do it. It was. I got into a fight with a Mexican guy, like a, a fist a fisty scrappy <laughs> on the bridge once. But other than that, like it was pretty much smooth sailing, a lot better. You know, What's it like to get to get in a fight on the bridge? Yeah. Um he was riding his bike and he like like hit me with his bike and I didn't even make a thing out of it, but he started making a thing out of it. And you know, you're up there, you know, in the air. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's not a lot of foot traffic but there's like cars whizzing by and the other like you're on the little shoulder thing it's wild it feels like you're in street fighter a little bit <laughs> it feels like a street yeah. fighter background um, <clears throat> it wasn't like a it wasn't like a fight to the finish it was like a smack each other up curse a bunch <laughs> somebody gets like a hat knocked off and they're like pointing at each other aggressively <laughs> you know like not, neither one of us had like the heart to get too into it but we like neither one of us wanted to look like a bitch but we just both kind of look like bitches <laughs> it's it like pretty cool I, I think it's a pretty fond memory like i remember he like squared up to me and i was like six inches taller than him and i was like come on <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do all this. <laughs> were, were you on your way to work or on your way home from work? I was on my way home from. Yeah. Yeah. I was just uh, just me and my one hitter down the shoulder of this bridge, and I had headphones on. I just wasn't paying attention. I guess he like said, "Hey, like get out of my way," and I didn't move at all. So, <laughs> like, and I was just like, I don't know. He told me to pay more attention, Ben Dejo, and just fucking like, all right, that was okay. It wasn't too bad, you know. <laughs> was there anybody else around? There was like two. There was like two girls that were like mad that we were fighting. They're like, "Stop!" Like I, we, I, we, I think we both were pretty annoyed with them. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were both equally like, "Let's just do our thing." That'd have been funny. It's if like, you, like it's like it's almost over. Those girls off the bridge. <laughs> I know. It's just like they made it like more annoying. Like we were almost done. <laughs> it's like now we want to keep going because you said to stop. <laughs> what if you what if you threw both those girls off the bridge and then became best friends for life i guess i feel like if if you if you throw someone off a bridge with someone else you and that person are like are probably like deeper than friends you probably like you became brothers 35 to 70 percent savings factory owned factory direct designer labels brands of distinction 35 to 70% off. Excellent selections. Uncompromising value. A genuine factory store. That is the Mill Outlet. Dub, dub, double beef. Topped with double cheese. Order two doubles with regular fries and your soft drinks free. Dub, dub, double beef. Topped with double cheese. Order two doubles with regular fries and your soft drinks free. Buy two White Castle Double Cheeseburgers or two White Castle Double Hamburgers with fries and get a 20-ounce soft drink free. But hurry, this special offer ends soon. Order two doubles with regular fries and your soft drinks free. Top quality. Reliability. Satisfaction guaranteed. A bigger selection. The prices are fantastic. More friendly brand names. More, 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 more. And that's Remember that's that movie, Throw Mama from the Train? Dude, yes. Or is it Don't Throw Mama from the Train? Dude, it's Don't. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, in the movie, he wanted him to throw his mama from the train, but then he realized that 
he's or, he's organizing a hit on his mom, and yeah, she's mean spirited, but he's getting this guy to murder his mother, so he has second thoughts. Yeah, in real life, is is Estelle Getty uh, Rambo's mom? I don't know. First of all, it's just called the Row Mama from the Train. Right. Yeah. Danny DeVito sitting behind a director chair on this endeavor. No way. That must have been a lot of fun. Acted and directed. <laughs> Man, that must have been just a real hoot. The Romano from the Train, released date December 11th, 1987. Budget of $14 million. It's got uh, 6.3 on IMDb. <laughs> a nearly identical 63% on Rotten Tomato. But what's it got on Metacritic? Ah, the six percent. Those tough. Those guys, no, they just won't. They won't. They will not throw flowers on you for nothing. These Metacritic. They won't even. They are. They won't even throw flowers from a train. They are uh, like a stern Asian father, you know. <laughs> just like A minus. You're a piece of crap. Really tough. Right. That's what I hear. I didn't have an Asian dad, so I kind of just like made that up. And if you guys ever have an Asian dad. I haven't, but I've had friends who did. And oh. they say, yeah, it's pretty much like that. Yeah, it's a little tough, right? They're, not, they're never happy. Their parents are really have a lot of expectations for them. That's Me good, though. I spent some time in, in Vietnam. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> so there might be a couple of siblings over there. You got to do a 23 of me. Yeah, I'm just saying, that's kind of like having an Asian dad. I can relate, is what I'm trying to say. It's probably a good thing to do, though, really. If you think about it, it kind of sucks when you're, like, 15, but it's really awesome when you're 35 and you've got a really good career. Yeah, and, like, you have, like, the respect of your parents because, like, <laughs> they mentored they you. Respect you yeah. yeah, they respect you, too. I don't know anything about that shit. That's, like, got to be so crazy. Right. <laughs> like, I had the, um, had the like, lack of boundary, which, uh, that was cool. But, man, it really sucks that I just, like, can't change a tire. I only recently yeah. started doing my taxes. Like, it's, it's I really have been just a really yeah, feel, terrible adult. It sucks, yeah. Like, I, I also uh, kind of found myself in the middle of uh, those two worlds. Yeah, like. <laughs> and it's weird it's like are you the, are you the best of the shitty one the stuff that the good one it's and like what is the difference between being the best of the shitty and the shittiest of the best yeah <laughs> they're both like, really bad <laughs> like <laughs> not necessarily gonna argue with you either way if you want to like frame me as one or the other you know you're like you're the most acceptable failure <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> i mean is it better to is it better to reign in hell or serve in heaven no matter where you go it, uh, your credit card is good i could come anytime every day much lower and reasonable and good value credit service trust quality guarantees brand names and great low prices every single day it's what we mean when we say at sears you get your money's worth and a whole lot more my grandfather norman rockwell Captured the spirit of the American family. <laughs> I wasn't ready for all that. Now we talked about Tupac earlier, but I feel like words haven't hit me that hard since Machiavelli or whatever. Well, I don't think that's the, I don't think that's accurate. I think it's more like is it better to be uh, made fun of in hell or <laughs> to be like to reign in purgatory? Purgatory. Now purgatory, I have to understand, it's just like a white room and you're floating. That's what I've heard. It's like a gray mist and you're really clammy. Yeah, I don't want to do that one. I want, like, torture or heaven. But I feel like that's what we're talking about. You can either be the most popular (laughs) person in a place where there's nobody else except you, 
Mm. or the one that's like you know made fun of for not really a fire well i feel like it's it's like more that you would either be like the bitch in hell or the bitch in heaven mm. you're not really <laughs> of either one yeah but you said to rain in hell at first so that'd be like not being bitch at all no but i'm, I'm changing my position because i think uh-huh. if, you're, if you're if you're like the the least shitty of the shitty ones then you're kind of a dork but then if you're like the least good of the good ones then you're kind of shitty yeah, no, the shittiest of the, the good ones or the, the best of the shitty ones? If you're the best of the shitty ones, you're like in prison for murder. I remember there was uh, this guy that was in my elementary school. Oh, that's the worst of the shitty ones. I mean, that's like as shitty as you can get. So by right. some metric, that's like on the top. He means the bad of the bad, the Jeffrey Dahmers, the Joel uh, Rifkin. There was, a guy that, there was a guy that went to my <laughs> elementary school, and when I was in fifth grade, he was also in fifth grade, but he was like 15 or 16 because he'd been held back so many times because he was just like a... I didn't realize this at the time, but he was like a criminal. Like, he wasn't a criminal yet, but he was going to be a criminal. And everybody thought he was so cool <laughs> because he was like 15 and like in, in class with like 11 year olds because it was like, ah, oh, he's hard. He got held back. That sounds miserable. But how cool is it if uh, you're like in fifth grade and your uh, friend picks you up to go to school on his motorcycle? Ooh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and you're like zipping through the streets. You're riding, <laughs> you're riding, bitch. He hands you a and cigarette your, and he's like, and your mom hates it. <laughs> your mom's Smoke like, this. What is with this? <laughs> You know, and it's like a, it's a Newport that he had been soaking in like embalming fluid all night. You're, oh yeah, <laughs> he just start like flying high. You get the social studies, you're fucking wet. As a... <laughs> <laughs> you're like the fucking is the Serengeti wet? I wanted to, I keep wanting to say the Serengeti. Is that like a wet place? I think it's a pretty dry place. Damn it! It's like, how do you not peak when you're 11 at that point? I think I did peak when I was like 10. That was it. Is this when you were? On the I think that was when I was at my. Cool- Is this when you were like cracking jokes in the in the locker room, but in the Lincoln Park? No, there was a time I remember on the playground in my school in fourth grade. And these like three people that would hang out on top of this slide, mm-hmm. and they didn't actually go on the slide. They didn't actually go down the slide. It was like a high place where they could hang out. No one else was allowed to hang out up there. But then one time they said that I could hang out up there. And I did for a couple of days, but then I got bored with it and I wanted to go like on the swings. They told me that if I left the top of the slide, I could never come back up there. And uh, so I just left and then I never went back up. And I feel like I've been a failure ever since. How did you leave? <laughs> I have one question. You, how did you leave the, the slide? Did you climb down? Or did you I don't even down? remember. Like I want to I think that I slid, slid down, but I think realistically looking back, I probably took this. Because I feel like you sliding away, <laughs> never to return. Is way cooler. Yeah. No, that would have been and cooler, I, but I don't think it happened. I, I, feel, like, I yeah. feel like the coolest way to slide down in that situation is uh, head first with your like cheek against the slide and your tears like lubricating the slide to where you like still slide down kind of slow, but it's just oh, yeah. like all the regret of like that. That was your. <laughs> I remember one time I I uh, slid down uh, the slide in the summer and I had a tank top on and all my exposed skin just got like so badly burnt because the, yeah. the, the slide had just been like baking in the sun for like hours. Was it a metal slide? Yeah. Yeah. I just like, yeah, so before they like thought of this shit, you know, like our, our playgrounds are way more dangerous back back then. I, yeah. Made like, out of wood, wood and metal. Yeah. Just like getting badly burnt on this slide. <laughs> it's such a great memory. Yeah. I was, 
in both of the elementary schools I went to, I went to like one that was just first and second grade. And I went to another one that was third through sixth grade. And both of those times, I was part of the last generation to actually use the playground that had been up since the 70s. It was like right after our class left, they just like redid everything so that people weren't injuring themselves badly. I went to the hospital in like first grade, I think, for busting my chin open on the metal slide. Oldsmobile has its eye on a new generation, and our 88 Royale fits right into the picture. An honest American value with a tradition of comfort. A modern 3800 V6 engine and front-wheel drive. For today's American family, the 88 Royale is state-of-the-art. Orville Redenbacher and his grandson, Gary. <laughs> well, popcorn is a fun item. Now, since we got the microwave flavors, mm -hmm. it's made it much more interesting. It seems only right to flavor it with real ingredients. People wanted good, substantial flavors. Sour cream and onion, the cheddar cheese, nacho, and the caramel. I wouldn't think of eating anything else other than grandpa's popcorn. How could I yeah. misuse this playground equipment? It was the age before lawsuits, too. So it's just like, oh, yeah, well, you just got to go to the hospital. But I, I remember sue. when they came out with lawsuits. I remember on the news, they're like, eh. yeah. Breaking. That was, that, was why, that was why they changed all the playground equipment. If it hadn't been for lawsuits, they never would have changed it. I know. I missed the spike. You ever used to play with the spike? <laughs> <laughs> There's just like a big spike in the middle of the playground. It's like, it would do whatever you want. You can run around it. You can jump on it. Whatever. It's your spike. What do you <laughs> I remember I just picked up a rock and like threw it straight up in the air and it just came back and hit. Yeah, that's always a good one. That's another one I always got burned on, just like a rock. Like, oh, I'm going to pick up this rock. All right, third degree burn. <laughs> cool. It's <laughs> like how I learned about the power of the sun. <laughs> never had the, never questioned it again, you know? Got people out here talking bad on the sun. They don't know. There was a game that we used to play when I was a kid of just fucking throwing rocks at each other. Yeah, dude, it's just like lobbing hard rocks. I'll tell you, my Stupid most, my most terrifying game was uh, any time where it had to be like shirts and skins. Mm. Like I picked the skins, I'd be psychologically traumatized. I didn't want to disrobe. Take off your pants, too. And like, Have you ever gas <laughs> gaslit someone? Have you ever let them up that way? I mean, earlier, whenever I said like my favorite corn album, I'd never actually. I felt like they ripped off Alice in Chains. And it's not even true, but I, I just felt like, you know, it was like, I already liked some Rage Against the Machine. All praise due. Need more like anger rock. It was just past my time, man. I'm an old man. Anyone ever get catfish? I mean, uh, not I for money, just for feelings. I don't associate catfishing with like being like a, a monetary kind of scam. Usually, usually it's like uh, for attention. Oh yeah, I, did, I don't really know what it is. It's like when you pretend to be someone else and you talk to someone online for. Oh a time. no, no, have it. You never pretended oh. to be like a handsome stranger. Wait, yeah, are you like saying you're doing the catfishing? <laughs> are you saying have you ever catfished somebody else? Either way, I never, I never did that, but I used the Tinder before. Sometimes you'll like get someone who is spelling words wrong and talking about, hey, this meet up but they're spelling everything wrong <laughs> and you're like who's this imbecile and then, all right i don't know like and then they're like yeah just uh you know click on this link yeah, so that yeah. i know you're a real person and like like i'm not gonna do that that's an odd formality it just doesn't say and then like you just say like i'm not gonna do that and then they unmatch you very soon afterwards oh that's a shame
I feel like that's got to be some kind of scam. Oh, yeah. You, you were right to be uh, cautious of that, I feel. I don't know what the end game was, but it didn't seem good. But I would like to say catfish, it's kind of a, a term that could be, like, bad for catfish, like actual catfish. But actual catfish weren't that great, so I can kind of see where it's like you, you're, like, a bottom dweller. You live in the mud. Mm. You're just trying to, like, and you're kind of fat. I don't know. What? They make a hell of a po' boy. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I like catfish. Yeah. If it's pre- if it's prepared properly, it's pretty You like delicious. dead catfish. Dead and cooked. What's yeah, your I mean, favorite of fish alive? Oh. Alive? Uh, tropical. Like, go- yeah, goldfish. Goldfish. Koi. Petra. Koi. Um, I guess I don't really even have an opinion. I, I like those salmons that swim upstream. <laughs> Nemo. Nemo. <laughs> if Nemo was dead, that would be a really tough film. Yeah. Rainbow <laughs> Trout. Oh yeah, I guess some um, decadence is gonna get canceled. Speaking of Rainbow yeah. Trout. Oh Holy yeah, Molly. decadence. That's a shame. That's a fun one. Eh. <laughs> Why they call it decadence? Oh, I don't like it because it, it brings all the religious conservatives to town. Yeah. They're... Yeah. I think decadence is a bad name for it because doesn't decadence decadence is not a good word. If you call something decadent. It's never like a compliment. Um, like if I call a cheesecake decadent, I think you would want a piece. Decadence, the word means like the downfall of society. <laughs> I just don't think I would associate it with something good. If, like if I'm gonna name like an event, especially an event that's you know kind of gay pride oriented, I wouldn't well, call it something that means Southern like decadence. the downfall of society. Yeah, it's Southern it's- decadence. So it kind of makes sense because it's like. Ah, uh, southern decadence just sounds like yeah. It's like the decaying of the uh, the marsh that we're talking it's about. It's like a streetcar <laughs> named Desire, dude. Ooh, Stella. Stella. Oh, I'm so robotic. Such a weird robotic garbled Stella. There are some parts of our Burger King Cheeseburger Deluxe McDonald's doesn't want you to notice. Like it's flame broiled and juicy with crisp lettuce and red ripe tomato. No wonder McDonald's hates the Burger King Cheeseburger Deluxe. No wonder you're going to love it. Having a baby at 40 was a big thrill. Losing the weight, that was tough. I just want to shout out to uh, Super Metroid old uh, Samus Aaron. Uh, been playing that a lot. And that's Wait, my, the original uh, Metroid? The the Super Nintendo one. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, there's that code where you could play a Samus from the beginning on the uh, Justin Bailey. You would type like Justin Bailey. Yeah, and, the and Justin and, uh, Bailey. Yeah, it's like I think it's the name of a, I think it's like also the name of a hockey player. So it's like hard to Google, but. <laughs> Yeah, you type in Justin Bailey and you'd be Samus from the beginning. Is that like the biggest one of the biggest mind fucks? I know there's like the crying game was a big gender reveal, but I think before that, a lot of people our age had Metroid for NES, where like you beat it and then the twist is like, it was a chick. You <laughs> was a, a girl the whole yeah. time. <laughs> you didn't have a dick. <laughs> you know, like I, I remember when I beat Metroid and I found that out. I remember I was so embarrassed and I got so angry at the game for lying to me were you really lied to is there like any direct <laughs> implication that it was a it was a man or a woman yeah i guess they, i guess you know that was my own uh bias like there's no way a chick can turn to a into a ball <laughs> 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 you know kill mother brain you know like that's that's a job for a man 
And you know what? I learned a lot. Don't assume genders. No, I never did again. Now it's always like, that's why to me, I've never had a problem like, you know, asking someone's pronouns because I played Metro. I don't know. Or assume the opposite gender from whatever your best guess is. They helped me to lose weight by eating real food. And they didn't try to make me buy anything that I didn't want or need. They were just there for me every day, giving me lots of attention. Uh, well, uh, I looked at that, that girl that you mentioned last time and I was impressed. Which one did I mention last time? <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't remember what her name is now, but uh, fantastic. Thanks, man. I didn't, e- <laughs> I didn't even watch any porn that she was in. I just, you know, saw like a picture of her or something, and I was like, wow, nice, she's something else. That is uh, awesome. <laughs> her name is like Tara Reed or something. And I still believe her. Want to go around and? Uh... <laughs> you first, buddy. That's a I, cool uh... story where you fucked. There was this one time hanging out with this lady and uh, we had sex at the end. Now, did you know that you were going to, at the beginning, or did like halfway through, you kind of like, mm, you know what? It, You know, it, it snuck up on me. I didn't see it coming. But once it started, hey, I just let it happen. Hey, you know what? Good for you with rolling, rolling with the punches there. A lot of guys would have thrown water on her, left. You Is that sex. what people do? <laughs> Usually what I do. Is throw water on her? Get them off you. But you uh, I had one time where I was hanging out with a girl and then we went into her bedroom and then she like changed clothes in front of me. And then uh, she said, like, I think we should like kiss or make out or something. And I was just like, no, I don't think we should. I left. You left. I've had situations like that myself as well. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I meant by throwing water. I guess I didn't mean it like literally. I mean, where you just throw water on the sexiness of the situation like with your uh, weird reaction. Yeah, where you, where you run <laughs> off and, and eat some mashed potatoes at home. Oh, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> it's a little in-joke there, but that is, that is a great water thing. on the gremlins. Yeah, that's... Mike, I gotta say, I, you know, the mashed potatoes part really... Uh, I guess I won't get into it, but man, that really got me. It is one of the, one of the best stories I've ever heard. Um, if you don't want to tell it, I'll just edit out me hyping it up. So it's not weird. No, no, you should, should leave in hyping it up and then I just won't tell it. Too dirty for boys in the know. It's not dirty. It's just. It's not. Well, I don't know. Well. It's in a way. I feel. I felt, I felt bad. You felt bad that you, you chose mashed potatoes over sex when you could have had mashed potatoes and sex. It would have been better to have both. It seemed like both was like firmly on the table <laughs> and you chose just the mashed potatoes is good enough just for me without the mashed potatoes would have been also fun yeah i'm sure i'm sure that it's weird that you picked the least important thing going on <laughs> you're like i'm just gonna ride or die with the mashed potatoes it'd be funny if mashed potatoes was like a what's that well, I mean, I was just hungry for mashed potatoes. Yeah. I wanted to do some mashed potatoes. And <laughs> mashed potatoes is a euphemism for in utero. <laughs> Great, that mashed potato. In a perfect world, money would grow on trees so you'd buy any car you wanted. But this is the real world where there are no free lunches and no free rides. That's how they treat everyone who walks through the door. I think we haven't spent enough time talking about Vin Diesel. You know what? I was going to bring that up. And I mean, we could talk about him real quick if you'd like. Um, He's always had a special place in my heart. I remember one time you said that he was black. 
And I said, no way. And then I looked it up and it turns out he is black. And then I looked at him and I was like, all right, kind of. <laughs> yeah, wait, am I, did I like drop that on you? Like, it's, a, it's just like, you know, like once, once you find out that Vin Diesel's black, at first you don't believe it. But then you find out that it is actually technically true. And then yeah. you look at him and you're like, I guess. <laughs> just like really light skin. But he's, you know, you can tell that someone in his family was black. He's not yeah. completely black. But so, so once you once you like find out that Vin Diesel's black, you yeah. never go back. You can't go back yeah. to thinking he was white. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I've never been been able to go back to thinking he was a white man. I thought he was Syrian. Well, Xander Cage is white. His character from Triple X. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, people, I expected people a big pop for the Xander Cage or whatever. It's like woo. I think the fact that he did like uh, so many Fast and Furious movies since then kind of. Made Triple X go away. Well, of course, he plays Dom Toretto. I'm on his side. like an Italian guy to me. That's white. <laughs> or is it yeah. not white? I mean, yeah, Dominic Toretto. Oh, Italian. wait. This is, what? This is our Triple X episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, oh. we, that's why we did a hard pivot to talking to Vin Diesel two hours into the conversation. Whoa. And he's a boy. <laughs> he sure is. He also I plays. think you're supposed to call him a man. I think Boy Diesel is a better name. What do you guys think of diesel fuel? Ooh. <laughs> I feel like you're not supposed to put it in a car. No, you're not supposed to put it in a car, but it keeps, it keeps the truckers trucking. If it's a Mercedes, it's fine. I would really? say that I think truck driving is one of the coolest jobs. Um, if you like to take methamphetamines and murder women. It's one of the best jobs for that. Yeah, because I feel like if you're a truck driver, you're in and out of these places. You could just kill women and then just go to the go to the next town. It's like the ghoulish specter of violence that you are. One time, one time, a friend of mine let me borrow his old Mercedes that was diesel, and I drove it from uh, Little Rock down to New Orleans and uh, back. And that was one of the best. That was probably the best road trip I've ever had. And that was smooth sailing. Driving driving a diesel is where it's at on the highways. Oh yeah, I bet that oh, feels yeah. amazing. It's it's like. It's smooth like butter. Damn. That's why the truckers like to use it. Why do you think they like to use meth? Because it's smooth like butter. <laughs> Too true. You guys have never driven a diesel before? No, I have not. Dude, I never have. So funny. All right. Well, I, I will, will do my best. <laughs> 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 I didn't hear, but I will later. <laughs> um, that's how we're going to do it. You guys feel good about this one? <laughs> I actually do. I think. I think. Yeah. Uh, There's stuff in there. No. Yeah, it's long enough that I could get a nice little fucking episode out of it. Yeah, Maybe. if you if you cut out like sixty percent of it. And I, I mean, yeah, I mean, not to talk shop while we're still recording, but that's what <laughs> I, that's what I did with the filler episode that I threw. Yeah, I so badly wanted this to be thirty that I cut together a bullshit episode. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so this could be 30 like i rather go like, oh, i don't want to be 29 i want to be 30 it'd be so funny triple x we didn't I felt the same way when i turned 29 yeah 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 <laughs> a bullshit age a couple of months ago we gave a piece of our long distance business to mci our approach here is one step at a time then mci told us we could have the same dedicated lines for domestic and international they could design the software to tie all our messaging systems together they showed us things about voice and data I didn't know they could do. Things AT&T wouldn't do. No. I, think you should, I think you should leave that part in, the part that you just said, where you, where you would call the last episode bullshit and you just wanted to do a 30th one. I think that's yeah. a good ending. <laughs> really rewarding for the listeners at home. 
or you can rearrange it and make it into a puzzle. <laughs> I wasted my time listening to that episode. <laughs> if you listen to the last episode, you're stupid as fuck. <laughs> I listened to it. Oh, uh, yeah, me too. But <laughs> I'm not even in it. You're not even in it. I was going to put you in it, but I didn't know. I didn't know like how. Next time I do that, you'll be in it that, somehow. That would have been fake. <laughs> it would have been so fake. <laughs> like I have you just like leave at the beginning, like find an episode where you like stepped away for a sec. Well, no, but, that was. But put that at the beginning, and you just don't come back. Before I was, before I was <laughs> in it, that's what I used to want to do is because I would listen to them, and I used to want to like be like record it again, but then like put my add my own comments in. You just like add a baseline to it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a bass going off in the back. That's win. Just like every now and then I'll like answer a question that nobody has the answer to or like, you know, comment on something or just laugh. I'd be like, oh yeah. And then like somebody else immediately starts talking and like, oh shit, I'll shut I, up now. I wanted to do like a super cut. I have so much of my going like, um, that I just wanted to do an episode <laughs> where it's just like me talking and talking and Mike just went, um, <laughs> like he was like barely getting awarded edgewise. Well, you can definitely like drop a beat and have Mike just do the auto-tune voiceover for this yeah, samples. I'll never yeah. forget this episode. Who could forget? I was sweating the entire time so much. It's really good. I feel like in, in some ways this was kind of like the spiritual successor to a banger. Because I remember like we, we really built up a banger uh, a lot and recorded it and it was kind of weird. Yeah. And no, this is like the 30th one. We built it up so much and we recorded it. It was kind of weird. Yeah, because it's a hanger. Yeah. Oh, a hanger. Well, uh, you know what was funny about a banger? You know what I cut out? There's this literally this like 20 minute section where we're just like talking about like trans people and we both sound like just imbeciles. Only recorded two years ago. How the fuck are we both so stupid two years ago? <laughs> I, I literally said the phrase Frankenstein vagina at this point during it. <laughs> and it's so bad. I didn't believe it. <laughs> like, I was so bored that day. I was like, I was at 29 right now. That part was shocking. I'm like, I don't even have to edit around this. It's just like a cut like this entire section i think it's uh do justice whenever you know like the 20 year old kids that call me a creeper for being old like you know six months from now that they get called creeper or whatever slang word it is for you know whatever new social mores come around it's all changing real fast and you got you're gonna have to have the fish guts and uh be part of the slime patrol kelp is on the <laughs> way <laughs> <laughs> Is what I always say. Thank God. That would be a good name for the episode. Kelp is on the way. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, oh, better click that. <laughs> that's, the, that's the other thing I was experimenting with. I was like, I'm going to give this episode like a shocking title and see if that makes people listen. <laughs> <laughs> the towns have been so vague. I'm like, who's going to click something that's just like digital margaritas? Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> digital margaritas. That's really. <laughs> <laughs> that was like two episodes ago. I loved it. I love that <laughs> night name. Digital margaritas. That was like a good band name. Yes. I would not want to go to that. That sounds like a. It sounds like a terrible Zoom with like. like f- 
I really would not want to be on that Zoom call. I'd have nothing to say. They don't know nothing about Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> This is the brain activity of a normal 14-year-old. This is the brain activity of a 14-year-old after smoking marijuana. If you use pot, you're not using your brain. Well, I'm glad that we picked up the energy for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. hit, start, hit record. Let's start recording now. I never stopped. I never stop. I mean, start for the first time now. Oh, there's <laughs> no difference between. <laughs> yeah, those were just like the warm-up two hours. Imagine that we just like, all right, I don't know, man. I'm kind of feeling it now. It took two hours to warm up. I'm ready. What else you got? I mean, I didn't know who was on the phone. Is this what? a prank call? Have you ever done that? Do a prank call? Yeah. I did a prank call from the, from the store once. Who'd you prank call from the store? Well, it wasn't the store phone. But there was like a phone number left on the floor, and I think Wynn was working. Do you mm-hmm. remember this? Yeah. yeah. Where like I found a phone number, and I said maybe I'll prank call them. And we were kind of joking about that, and then I just like kind of got on one, and I was like, I'm just gonna do it. So then I asked the refrigerator running thing, and I hung up on him. And then he called me back, <laughs> and like... I didn't answer. And then he called me back like two or three more times, and I finally answered, and I said, Hey, I'm sorry about that. And he said, You what the fuck? You really? playing with me? You playing with me like that? And I was like, I'm sorry. I thought it would be funny. And he said, like, look, man, you do not play with people like that. Damn, dude. <laughs> what do you think you were doing? I mean, just doing a prank phone call, I guess. But he didn't like it. Um, so the one I would use uh, was in high school. There was uh, 1-800-MATTRESS. Do you guys remember 1-800-MATTRESS? M-A-R-T-T-S. The last S is for savings. Do you remember that? No. Okay, so it was like, a, I guess they sold beds or something, but it was an ad I'd see all the time. So I always had the number in my head, like 1-800. And I, I'd always think that was funny. And I would, uh, I'd use the pay phones at school to call this toll-free number. And I would just like, you know, it was never funny how I would mess with the, the 1-800 mattress person. But one time, this guy Neil picked up and he answered the phone just a little different from everybody else it wasn't like funny or anything but he just was like instead of like you know 100 mattress he picked it up he said 100 mattress accu service neil speaking for some reason when he answered the phone like that i was like this is it you're the one i'm gonna call every time you're the one i want so i, I you know a little prank he's like hung up on me whatever then like the next week i called and i was like i wonder if i could just be like hey like um i bought a mattress i had neil last time could you connect me to neil and they did they're like yeah okay I was like, dollar mattress, AccuService, Neil speaking. And I, I you know, said something stupid to him again, you know. And um, he hung up. And then I did it, like, every week for, like, months. <laughs> I'd ask for Neil at, like, different payphones around my school. And I, I, I was so performative about it. Like, I'd, like, get my two friends. Like, I'm going to call Neil. They're like, oh, she's going to call Neil. <laughs> like, wasn't funny. <laughs> wasn't funny at all. I was getting, like, such a buzz. Off of popping my two friends, pranking the fucking 100 mattress guy, who would get super mad every time. Like that was the other thing. He'd get really, really mad. Like he wouldn't just well, that- hang, hang up. Like he would, he would feed the troll. Like he, he'd like he. I got him to swear at me and all this stuff. And oh, I, wow. I, I loved it. Like it's like ah, I love how mad Neil gets. Um, and then one day they um, 
<laughs> or they wouldn't like patch me through. They're like, no. <laughs> What if, what if he actually quit his job because of you? I don't think that's what happened. I think they just caught on to like, yeah, some little shithead already giggling ass for Neil. <laughs> like, just hang up on that dumb asshole. <laughs> I don't think this guy's gonna buy a mattress. Yeah, I don't think he needs a bed. He needs he needs a hospital bed, maybe. You know what I mean? <laughs> But yeah, that was, I guess, that was my biggest. No, I was a victim. Aww. You were a victim? <laughs> Holy shit. Well, you could tell your tale all, all the same. Who picked? Oh, I got prank called too. I remember in high school, it was the first day of a summer vacation, I guess maybe like ninth grade. And I like this girl, Darcy Monaco. And uh, I got home, first day off, like school's finally fucking over. Yes. Gonna play so much Sonic the Hedgehog just all day. <laughs> Can't wait. Three months of Sonic. <laughs> I'll get all the rings. <laughs> all the fucking chaos emeralds. This is, this is it. First thing that happens, my phone rings. And it's this girl. It's obviously this girl, Molly Lindenbaum, who follows me on social and actually likes a lot of my... So shout out to Molly. But um, I remember you did this, Molly. <laughs> if you're listening, she probably aren't. But I remember it was very shit or kind of a raspy voice for a teenager. So I, I knew it was her immediately. And um, I was like, hello? And she's like, Joe, this is... Darcy, I want to do you. <laughs> and then she like, and like you heard like eight other people like laughing in the background. And I was like, come on, man, it's summer vacation. And I just like hung up on her. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta want this shit. Like, like, it's me time now. I'm gonna like a seen, different girl next year anyway. So you should have seen if she was really gonna do. You. Imagine it was just Darcy Monaco, just like I'm gonna tell Joe I want to do him. <laughs> I'm gonna do them all summer. <laughs> Mine was worse. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know if it's worse. That was pretty bad. Lay it on me. It was just like the. It was the actual girl uh, calling Melinda Poker. It was actually her. It was actually her, but she had three way. She had somebody else. Oh, the three way. I've gotten in the ambush too, where like yeah. somebody's calling to make fun of you. <laughs> it's also yeah. like someone on the other line to listen to you get made fun of. Yeah, so she's like feigning interest the whole time in what I'm talking about. And then every now and then there's like this weird animal noise, and I'm, we're both like, what's that? And like, I don't know. Well, anyway, it's called the mollusk. <laughs> Pretty good elf. Yeah, that sucks. People are cruel. I think I only liked her because she liked the radio head, too. It was like the like weekend. Like, she liked the okay computer. She's uh, <laughs> so I know she's gonna like me. <laughs> she got down with how depressing that album is, so yeah. like, I know that she's gonna be like a really cool person. Yeah, it's like if you like OK Computer, check out a fat, smelly Puerto Rican <laughs> <laughs> who also likes OK Computer. It's gonna be a lot of fun talking about it with me. <laughs> then I finger you. Does that sound nice? <laughs> I have nothing to offer. You know what I mean? I'm just like, come on, come come sit with me while I stick and try to put my fingers in. Like, why the fuck would I? Who would want to do that? It's no wonder. You know? I think I was dealt a hand. I dealt myself that. <laughs> you got anybody else? Pine for someone, but you just had literally nothing to offer them. But you're like, come on, get on board. Oh, just like every time. Every time. That's just like the situation, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I got too. It's like, uh, <laughs> I, 
I could maybe come up with something, but you know, I don't have anything on uh, on the front end. I mean, you guys do have bed frames. We talked about this in the last episode ish. Yeah, mine's kind of annoying. I, I'd like to go back to not having one. Yeah, you were talking about how scary it was that you didn't know it was under there. Was that what well, you said? Well, and also the fact that like just when my feet are hanging off the end of the bed and they have or kind of get the bed frame gets in the way, I'd rather yeah, than just hang off the mattress and not interact with anything. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> see that. <laughs> You ought to avoid those kinds of interactions. Yeah. Like my hands, my, I like to stretch my hands and my feet out and I have to kind of like go fully diagonal if I want to fit on the, I guess I need like more of a king size bed is what I'm trying to say. I mean, size matches the man, you know? <laughs> it's like get the bed for the job you want. Yeah, exactly. That's why I sleep on a twin. I want to be. <laughs> My my dream job is to be one half of a duo of guys that look like me. Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, like that style. Like the other twin is very tall and muscular. I'm like just like the little garbage one. Like, hey. If you combine those two dudes, you get a very small bed. Yeah, you do. But it's comfortable. <laughs> it's good enough. It's something it's to come home to. It's something to smoke weed on. Maybe you have a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I feel like that's the that's the premier bed for like the pothead who's just watching videos on his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, perfect, just enough room. My little box. <laughs> yeah, you don't want too much space. That just makes you think no. of something, something that you're missing. No, exactly. You don't want to encourage eating in bed. You want to eat standing over a sink if possible. As you as you said that you were eating uh, over. A, you're not eating while standing over a sink, walking to. <laughs> sit on my bed and continue eating yeah i figured you were eating over a sink i got that vibe from you <laughs> what's eating over the sink i was eating well, in my bed the whole like first half of this podcast oh that's yeah. awesome I'm i was eating while sitting in my bed now um i'm sitting in a chair that i stole from an italian pie that closed down <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story the italian pie on britannia is it red up, is it red no it's um uh, it's like a metal deck chair yeah um like when they closed um yeah no these are these ones are black um i uh <laughs> i like slid through the fence like at night and i threw the chair over the fence get home <laughs> 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 uh, i didn't even particularly want it but i knew i could get away with it and i really wanted to I really, awesome. want, I really wanted to sneak in and steal the chair <laughs> That was most of what I wanted. I like that it's really hard and metal. It causes me to sweat profusely the second I sit in it and uh, can never get too comfortable. So that's Well, nice. you don't, I mean, if you had clothes on, maybe you wouldn't be sweating as much or what? I am only wearing basketball shorts with the front pulled down. I hear your dick fell out. Oh, yeah, that's out. What keeps the waistband from going back up is my balls. <laughs> <laughs> that's the key to drape the balls over the waistband it keeps your dick out does that make you sweat more or less more much more because the grundle is a high sweat zone and if you have a waistband press it into <laughs> it it's well, like yeah trying to regulate the temperature and it has no idea what's going on you're sitting doesn't, on a metal chair with like doesn't know doesn't know what to do <laughs> like a high stress situation why wait for sales Sears now has great low prices every single day. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. 
there's one taste that just can't be duplicated. Michael, you just don't look yourself today. In the video that we're seeing, you can't see below the waist. That's good. I was going to wait till episode 50 for you guys to, like, live react to my dick. That's Do you remember this reality TV show they're putting on? Where it's like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? <laughs> but it's like a guy impregnate this 41 year old woman who like her biological clock is ticking and there's a show coming out that compete to impregnate her mm. now if you think about it it's like a living memory for some people you couldn't even where you couldn't even have a pregnant woman on tv yeah they they stopped having them or like a when Lucille Ball had to sleep in a different bed from Desi Arnaz. That was cool. Society's really changed. For the worse. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty, that's a pretty like, uh, disgusting idea for a show, really. And I can only imagine being the uh, child growing up in the shadow of all of it. You know what I mean? Where you were yeah. conceived by some, by some douche who won a reality uh, TV uh, contest to uh, have unprotected sex with this uh, woman who's not going to be able to produce children for very much. Yeah, I guess that's a big part of it, too. You're going to be just raw dogging. Yeah. That's kind of nuts, man. (laughs) 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 Like, I don't think there's ever, there's like a lot of shows where it's like, okay, you're going to be cream pie in her just constantly. (laughs) No, that's the entire idea. Are you up for it? Are you up for cream pie in this person? That you've only met through this show multiple times until they're pregnant. Well, I mean, if I can't impregnate a woman in a race to impregnate soon to be barren with a bunch of other guys who are doing the same thing, I don't think I want to at all. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I have a question. Are they raw dogging her on the same day? Because I think... From what I understand, no one's raw dogging her until someone wins. Oh, Oh. So like you have, to, you, have to, you have to make it the entire way through the competition. Yeah, and then you can like do it. So Durex would not be a good sponsor for this show. No, well, I mean, I don't know. Like maybe they're doing it beforehand, but they're using condoms. Mm. <laughs> I wish I could remember what the show is called because I I did read about this, but then I forgot like many of the key details. I just know that it's a thing that's uh, gonna be on TV in South Korea. No, it's in the United States. I just, this is a wild concept. Reality TV, it started as kind of like a, you know, kind of a neat concept. And it it morphed into something so weird. I think it started as a joke. It was like America's Funniest Home Video. I liked it for the Osbournes. (laughs) The Osbournes? Yeah, it introduced us to Kelly and Jack. And, you know, they've been uh, in my hearts ever since. (laughs) That show's got some, like, ethical misgivings, though. Because wasn't he, like, relapsing most of the, like, he... He was like sober when the show started, and then he like relapsed partway through the show, and they just document it without yeah, like, like presented as funny. Yeah, like no intervention, just like uh I mean, look, Ozzy is still alive, and he's eating a bat, and he didn't even get COVID nineteen. So you he's tell me, got hepatitis though. Oh Not yeah, eating a bat. I remember this one guy outside of the store a couple of days ago who said like uh, it was it was like a like a home bum talking to another home bum, and just like I guess like given his credentials more or less. And he said, like, I've got hepatitis A, B, C, and D. What? He's proud of that? He was saying it like it, it made him hard, you know? It's like it's like when someone's 15 in the fifth grade. <laughs> yeah, I guess like, That's so. sort of thing where they're trying to sound cool by being, like, a, like completely destroying their lives. Yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's like, you know you're good friends with someone when you're, like, comfortable in the silence, you know? Yeah. And um, I'm always deeply uncomfortable when there's silence with you guys. But, yeah, but after somebody talked about hepatitis A, B, C, and D, that was like a really good silence. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm the dictionary of hepatitis. Come play fucking hepatitis Sesame Street with me, you know? It's terrible. I'll tell you this. I'm more of a Coke person, but I'd rather have Pepsi than Hepsi. Mm. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> I think we got it, gentlemen. One episode closer to death.
Sad. 